and just sent him the receipt. That works. Deirdre sighed. I'm delighted for you, absolutely delighted. Lonnie grinned. Don't sound too enthusiastic or I'll think you're glad to be rid of me. Ha, huh, I've loved having you and so has Michael, you know that. Can I come see the house? The boys have a kids club until four o'clock and I was planning to go grocery shopping, but the heck with that. What's the address? Smiling happily, Lonnie grabbed the lease agreement and read off the information. Oak Street? A note of alarm crept into Deirdre's voice. Isn't that in an older section of town? Lonnie knew what was coming and ignored the question. It's perfect for me and Hannah, Deirdre. Just wait until you see it. Very quaint, with darling bay windows, beautiful oak trim, and a fenced-in yard. There's even a dog door opening into the garage. Quaint? Deirdre echoed. Quaint as in old? Yes, fairly old, Lonnie finally confessed. I'm guessing it was built sometime in the 40s. Oh, Lonnie, what on earth were you thinking? You'll never be happy in an old house. You'll have psychometric divinations bombarding you left and right. It never ceased to amaze Lonnie that her sister, the only non-clairvoyant female in the McEwen family, knew so many paranormal buzzwords. Psycho what? Psychometric divination. That's the appropriate term for the phenomenon that sometimes occurs when you touch things. What's wrong with just calling it a nasty jolt? Nothing, except that it's boring. Boring suits me fine. I swear, if I had a deformed toe, you'd call it a lower-digit deviation. Don't compare your gift to a deformity. Why not? Lonnie's gift, as members of her family persisted in calling it, had adversely affected her entire life. As a child, she'd had to be tutored at home. As a young adult, she'd been unable to hold down a job or attend college. Even now, when she was 31, her social life was next to non-existent. She rarely dated. She felt like a pariah at church, and as icing on the cake, she was forced to keep other decorators on the payroll so she could focus only on new construction. It feels like a deformity. With an ease born of long practice, Lonnie pushed away the negative thoughts and walked slowly to the living room, barely hearing her sister, who chattered in that shrill, nonstop way of hers when she got upset. Back to the house, Lonnie cut in, giving the small living room an appreciative look. It was going to be so lovely when she finished fixing it up. I understand your concerns and know it would be best to rent a brand new place. Unfortunately, they don't grow on trees, and my applications for the few I found were turned down because of Hannah. Now I'm glad they were. I've done a complete walkthrough here and touched practically everything, cupboards, doorknobs, windowsills, faucets, and even all the furniture. I've picked up nothing unpleasant. Not every surface affects me, you know. It mostly happens only when I touch a person or the possession of someone who's been through something terrible and needs help, or soon will go through something terrible and needs help.
The house is furnished? I sold practically everything before I left Washington, hoping to buy new. Now I can wait to worry about furniture later. Oh, Lonnie. Deirdre's voice went even shriller. What'll you do if you start having problems and can't break the lease? Live with you, I guess, Lonnie laughed. Trailing a hand over the back of the sofa, she said, Would you stop, Deirdre? I'm a big girl. If I'd thought for a moment I might have problems here, I never would have rented the place. It still worries me. Well, stop worrying. It's a friendly little house. Have you ever walked through a door and felt instantly at home? Yes, Deirdre replied, beginning to sound calmer. When Michael and I were looking to buy, that's exactly how we felt when we finally found our house.